venting about how you feel isn't really the same as acknowledging how you feel. When I acknowledge how I feel and approach it with kind of an open perspective, and the more I talk about it in a forum like this, publicly talking in real time, going through this process, that it allows it to shift even mm. faster. The amazing thing about the mushrooms is that they speak, they talk to you, they will answer questions, carry on conversations. Psilocybin just pulls up a chair on the porch and puts its feet up. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Psilocybin Says. If you're new to the show, well, welcome. You have dropped in on a unique and, I think, special episode. In this conversation, you will hear Courtney help me get out of a rut. And why is this important? Why is this valuable? Well, we all get in these ruts. We all doubt ourselves. We all feel down. We all feel limited. And while those feelings are real, they're not the only feelings that we can focus on. This conversation starts out a little slow because I was having a rough day here, but we were determined to record and it turned into a great opportunity to illustrate the power of authentic relating games. Courtney's been bringing these into our lives and into the sanctuary community here lately, and they have really proven valuable at helping us connect not only with our community, but with ourselves. And we all know how important that is. So while it does start out a little slow, I encourage you to make it all the way to the end because you're going to hear how power of gratitude and focusing on positive feelings can pull you out of ah, some of the worst places. And I was in a real, real low spot. It's just a great illustration of the power of focus. You know, we really do have the ability to direct our thoughts and our focus and our feelings. More importantly, that is the key to a healthy mindset. It doesn't start in the brain. It starts in the heart. It starts with the feelings. Big thanks to Courtney who helped bring this out of me. After all of these doses of psilocybin I've taken, after all of these people that I have helped over the last 20 years have to acknowledge I still need help. We all do. It is a community effort to grow and become our most actualized selves. It's a process. It requires patience. It requires compassion. And it requires community. I'm grateful to have you a part of our Psilocybin Says community. If you're not on the Discord chat yet, check the show notes. You can hop on in that server and have conversations with our community including myself and Courtney. It's turning out to be a really fun resource to connect with our audience. Also, don't forget to stay tuned to the On Psilocybin live stream every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I say every Monday night, but I admittedly didn't make this past Monday. I drove 14 hours from Atlanta, Orlando after officiating an incredible wedding for two beautiful members of Sanctuary and I just didn't have it in me. I admit it. I'm only human, folks. Please forgive me. <laughs> I 
I know you do. And I know you will enjoy this episode if you just hang on, stick with me, get through the, uh, the rocky parts there at the beginning as I was trying to remember who I am, that I matter, and that I have influence over how I feel. We are not victim to our emotions. We can become masters of them. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Please, please, please go leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Ideally, that would be five-star rating. If not, whatever you feel right about. Just engage with us again. Check out the Discord link in the show notes. Come and be a part of our community if you're not already. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Psilocybin Says. I'm so glad you're here. This is Courtney Rose. And Eric Osborne. Today we have a special and unique episode where we are going to be playing a little game we call the noticing game. What do you notice about the noticing game? I'm feeling resistant to it. (laughs) Yes. So this game is interesting because... It's not about changing anything that we're feeling. It's simply about noticing what we're feeling and getting in touch with that. Oftentimes when we're feeling overwhelmed in particular, it's hard to really pinpoint what it is that we feel and what's going on with us. So this game is a way where we can uncover layers and get to the root of what we're feeling in the moment. So we're going to play. You ready? Yep. So here's how it works. One person starts off by saying, being here with you, I notice, and just feel what that might be. So oftentimes when we start off with this game, We notice uh, surface level things, external things outside of us, like what the person we're looking at is wearing. Like I notice you're wearing a shirt with stripes on it and it's okay to start out with uh, surface level (laughs) observations because the point is to just practice even being aware that you're experiencing different things. So the next person responds with either hearing you say that I notice kind of a response to what the last person noticed, or you can notice something totally unrelated to that, that the person before noticed. So here we go. You mean to start over? Uh, sure. Whatever you want. If you want to. Okay. Let's just go with that. I notice uh, the shirt you're wearing has stripes on it. Hearing you say that, I feel self-conscious about the shirt that I'm wearing because I don't really like it. Hearing you say that, what comes to mind is feeling that I want you to love the clothes you put on. I'm terribly afraid that this is going to go just downhill quickly. Because hearing you say that, I notice that I am feeling limited in my ability to have a more desirable wardrobe. Side note, thing with this game is it's okay to have pauses in silence because it's a part of touching base with what's really occurring for you. Hearing you say that 
I notice within myself that double-edged sword of wanting something better and also the experience of not having it right now and the tricky balance between the two. Hearing you say that, I can... I am recalling how many times in the past 10 years I've found myself frustrated at not having the things that I want and I'm simultaneously reminded of when I was younger and I was able to fantasize about the things that I wanted and be excited and pleased with just the imagination of those things hearing you say that i notice censoring myself having a variety of things that i could say but noticing that i want them to come out the right way and so i stop myself from saying the things and noticing i'm trying to be selective about what i say so that it comes out right and i notice that when I allow myself to imagine things that feel really good without doing it to like make something happen, doing it just to do it like a child, that it can feel really nice. I notice that I'm being judgmental on myself and why I am having such a hard time focusing on the positive feelings rather than the negative feelings. Hearing you say that, I notice that I feel a little bit more like I understand why I'm feeling so judged by you right now. Maybe it's because you're judging yourself and I notice that it helps me relax a little bit and not take it so personally. I also notice my body trembling a little bit. When you say that makes me feel like I should go into a cave because I know how my moods affect those around me and I don't want my negative state to be a burden on anyone else particularly you when I hear you say that I notice this feeling of regret come up for saying what I said a piece of me kind of wishes I wouldn't have said that and then a piece of me feels like It's just part of the process of moving through whatever we're moving through. And I also notice that you do have such an impact on people. And this desire I have of you seeing how positive that impact usually is. And just wanting you to know that. Yeah, hearing you say that makes me, just reminds me of even more of why I should go into a cave and stay there until I feel better because I know that I push it out on people around me and there's probably like 20 people that have already stopped listening to this podcast just because I'm in a not great mood being here with you I notice the birds chirping outside and I notice the feeling of my hand on my thigh just like a, I think, a kind of a nervous way I'm coping by grasping onto my thigh tightly. Um, I noticed that being acutely aware of how I'm impacting you is 
creating a sense of impetus or responsibility to shift the way that I'm feeling. I notice that there is a part of me that is resistant to that because shutting down feels safer. Hearing you say that, I notice how self-aware you are and I notice this feeling of gratitude for being able to spend so much time with you and have interactions like this, which I feel like are relatively rare interactions among most people, including spouses. Hearing you say that, I recognize that that is true and that I'm grateful that I'm able to go through the process of getting into a low spot and being able to slowly come out of it without feeling condemned or pressured by you to feel or be any other way as I have in previous friendships and relationships. Being here with you, I notice our eyes and how depending on what we're saying and hearing how our eye contact responds differently. Hearing you say that, I recognize that when I am more self-conscious, I make less eye contact. Hearing you say that, I feel like it's easier to maintain eye contact (laughs) after you said that. As we move through this, I notice that I'm starting to feel a little bit more momentum towards gratitude and appreciation for what we have, even if it isn't exactly how we want. Being here with you, I notice that as we move through this noticing, I feel more and more at ease with myself and you feel more calm than I did before and I'm noticing I'm not trembling anymore and I feel still. I notice that this is something I would like to do more with you. Uh, Noticing that I feel more present in my body and feel my heart, chest feels much more open and relaxed than it did and I feel more receptive to you and accepting of what is and optimistic about what is to come. Hearing you say that, I notice this realization or reminder within me that it's so powerful to just connect with other people in a real way and be still with ourselves. And I notice that I wonder if we wouldn't have done this, how long it might have taken to get to a place of calm, stillness, openness, the things you just described feeling more of. I'm noticing that this exercise is exemplifying the thing we've been talking about lately, how focusing on the feeling can create, does create a momentum, either positive or negative. And that from when you mentioned the amount of time that we spend together and the depth of our conversations that I was able to really feel that that feeling, the truth behind that and the joy and gratitude behind that and that it relatively quickly took my attention off of the negative things that I was feeling and moved me in a more positive momentum and that I'm even 
like now I can much more easily look at my physical environment or my emotional environment and feel much more positive about it. And so it just reminds me of how much I value our conversations and connections, but how valuable it is just to have someone to reflect off of and that there's always something to put a positive focus on that can help shift us from a negative state. Being here with you, I notice that as you speak, it gets easier to let go of any kind of judgment or will to change what your experience is as we move through this noticing activity. I feel like I can much more easily just totally listen to what you're saying and it feels like I just I want to say like I'm listening until I just it feels like I'm dissolving like as you speak like in a positive way though like more like I'm really feeling what you're expressing more than using my mind to interpret it and that feels a lot easier to just feel you instead of analyze the words that you say yeah hearing you say that i feel like if we would all spend more time feeling than thinking that we would be much better off even if it's feeling a negative feeling because it's the thinking that has been problematic around the feeling hearing you say that i remember one of our first dates being in your house and finding that stone on the mantle of the fireplace (laughs) and it said think I thought that was so, I just didn't understand why you had a stone that said think on your fireplace because that was like the opposite of what I was trying to do. Feeling very seen and understood when I expressed that to you and feeling like you were really listening to me when I was telling you I'm trying to think less where most people when I've said that don't seem to understand me. Yeah, hearing you say that, I wonder what it is about you that has been so much easier for me to hear you know I've noticed over the years that instance in particular we were very early on in our uh, knowing of each other and I didn't have any defensiveness when you said that and uh, normally I would have been in defense mode and when you said that I was like damn that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) like you got me um And I just, you know, I look back over time and I recognize that there is something. I think it's that you, your nature is much more curious than critical. Even when you pointed that out, you weren't like, what's wrong with you? Or why do you want to think more? You were just like, huh, I'm trying to think less. And I was like, damn, that makes sense. I never thought about that. (laughs) Why don't I think about about that some more? You know, I'm just recognize that how fortunate I am to have such a wonderful uh, coach <laughs> as a wife. But, you know, we've been talking a lot lately about this, again, focusing on the feeling. And there's a couple of different ways that we could talk about it. Even with the way I woke up this morning feeling very limited, it became a problem because I started thinking about all of the limitations. And I wonder if I would have gone... If I would have started differently and just allowed myself to feel 
what I was feeling without thinking about what I was feeling, what kind of different direction that would have taken. And yes, I am ending our game. Okay. <laughs> that was going to be my question. <laughs> Are we finished? Yeah. Transitioning. Okay. Well, just to put a little cap on that game, for those of you listening, I'm noticing, I'm wondering not to keep playing, but it's kind of addictive to continue to notice feelings and thoughts mm-hmm. and everything. But I am wondering what you listening, how you felt listening to us play that. And I, I wonder if it felt like awkward at times or what came up for you while you were hearing that exchange. And it is something that the last time you and I played, I think we went on for like an hour. God, it felt like time just mm-hmm. became this crazy mm-hmm. quantum thing. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how many people are still listening. More than that, though, I wonder those that are listening could hear as my mood shifted. Mm -hmm. And that was a real thing. There's no staging here. Mm -hmm. I woke up today after, like I said, after some, maybe I'd said or done. I woke up today after some crappy dreams, felt just blah and lacking and unaccomplished and everything. That shifted pretty quickly as we started thinking about just a point of focus of gratitude. That's where this talk about focusing on the feeling comes from. We've been, Courtney and I have been discussing quite a bit lately, you know, ways to improve the quality of our lives. I think most of us, I don't know what have, what you would say about this, Courtney, but I feel like most of us grow up in a world where we focus on what we don't have rather than what we do have, and that this focusing on what we don't have just tends to perpetuate that same experience. Whereas when we focus on what we do have and all the things that there are to be grateful for, that we find more and more things to be grateful for. And the, like you, you saying that how much time we spend together triggered me to be thankful for the painting behind you and the person that painted it, you know, and then, I started looking at just kind of physical stuff around us, and then I started thinking about kind of more non-physical things, and it, it quickly started to cascade. Mm-hmm. To me, like with what you're saying, it's it's a more organic way to that I found to hone in on that feeling of gratitude without forcing it. It's it it's very it's a very different experience than saying pick three things you're grateful for go because it unfolds in a way where you're it feels like cleaning to me like okay here's the dirt I'm acknowledging the dirt it's on the floor okay it's there mm-hmm. I, there's now dirt there I want to get it up I'm gonna wipe it off and then like you're actually acknowledging the real feelings mm-hmm. that you have even if they're not positive it's like the opposite of spiritual bypassing yeah you're starting with what's there first yeah instead of skipping what's there first you acknowledge what's there voice it and you don't have to force changing it you could go the whole game and if you really wanted to and it'd be pretty hard to uh, resist letting it move on those feelings, the Mm -hmm. whole game, because Mm -hmm. 
it happens so much easier. They move, those feelings move so much easier when they're just acknowledged. Yeah. It just starts happening. You don't have to force it. Yeah. So I love that. That's why at the last women's circle at sanctuary at our new space, I, I had, I really wanted to incorporate that game and why I feel like it's such a valuable tool and integration from sacrament experiences and just tuning in with what's there. And to me, it kind of feels like a mushroom trip. Like it can't, once you get into it, that feeling of, oh, wow, this is, I'm getting to the point where I've let go of all that crap and like, the dirt and the layers and now I can feel my skin interacting with the air and I can feel I can feel the walls now like I'm Mm. I'm letting go of so many things that I can really get to the root of just vibrating Mm, yeah (laughs) really it does look can bring your defenses down you know Uh, that's what it feels like to me and I'm also noticing that the more venting about how you feel isn't really the same as acknowledging how you feel. And I notice that when I acknowledge how I feel sincerely and approach it with kind of an open perspective, meaning what is behind this feeling, what is the opposite of this feeling, and the more I talk about it in a form like this, not just with you, but actually I'm publicly talking and in real time going through this process that it allows it to shift even Mm. faster, which that's an interesting effect that I don't really know what to base, what what to base that on. What you said about the difference in acknowledging versus venting worlds different going back to the, the women's circle that I led That was such a powerful intention for me going into it was shifting the way that we as women in our community connect and share and grow. And a lot of us have learned that that means we have to just blah, 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 like vent and complain and complain and not just that, but as a receiver on the other end when you have a friend that's just like venting 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 oh here's what's wrong this is what's wrong oh blah 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 it can feel like a reaction to just go along with it like the momentum mm-hmm. can pick mm-hmm. up to mm-hmm. where it's contagious mm-hmm. and then now you're venting mm-hmm. and it becomes this back and forth trying to help our friend feel seen and heard but it's not a progressive, helpful thing mm-hmm. when we vent back. So how do you think that we shift that? Like if you had an experience where a friend is venting how, and you want it to turn into acknowledging, you want you would like we'd like to help it become more of an acknowledgement of what's going on rather than just venting about what's going on. How how could we shift that as a as a friend? That's such a good question. Well, that's that was my intention with practicing that noticing together because it takes it's a team effort of exemplifying that. If we practice over and over cultivating a space where asking for permission, like, is it, are you in a place where 
I can talk with you about what I'm feeling and you just hold space for me first and foremost, like asking for that permission to like cultivate the space can make all the difference in productively getting things off your chest and moving forward and just, and that's a big difference between that's, that's a, it's very different than just complaining to complain and Mm. feeling worse afterwards. Mm. Mm. And then let's drink a bottle of wine because (laughs) (laughs) I just complained and now I feel no better. So let's numb ourselves. Yeah. No, you actually feel worse. Yeah. Right. And then you go to the numbing agents. Yeah. 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 So It, it strikes me again, coming back to this feeling, if someone is complaining or venting about their experience, if we, try to help them explore the feelings and not the facts, you know, cause a lot of times when we're venting, we're like, Oh, this person did this to me. Oh, my life sucks because of this. Oh, blah, 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 blah. but what, what is the feeling that you're experiencing behind that? And then once you identify the feeling, then it becomes more possible to find its counterpart mm-hmm. and to shift that focus which is what just happened with me. You know, I was not feeling grateful for all of the awesomeness that we have in our lives. As we kind of explored that game, it became apparent to me that the the negative feeling that I was experiencing was, I don't want to say ingratitude, but just a sense of, I don't have what I want. And then as soon as you said how much time we spend together, it was like, oh wait, I do have a lot of what I want. And then that allowed, allowed it to, to shift very quickly. Mm. And so now I can feel myself in a very different momentum going and, and you can probably feel it too. And people mm-hmm. that are listening can probably hear it in my voice mm-hmm. that it's, it, it's, it's different. And this is something that a skill set that I did not have for a very long time. I'm only just starting to really develop it. Courtney has been a big part of that and other teachers and, and, and whatnot have been as well. But it's something that we can all develop. We do not have to be victim to our emotions. We can learn to surf the waves of our emotions rather mm-hmm. than be drowned by them. Yes. And it takes practice. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes support. Support, yeah, and just people to, yeah, people to do that with you. Mm-hmm. Can't do it alone. We need each other to reflect off of. It would have probably not been the same experience as what you just described for you if it wasn't for me no, being I've been willing listening. to share where I'm at as well. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. When you expressed your kind of vulnerability and how you were how you were feeling um in reflection to what I was feeling that had a an impact you know and I've been doing my normal things this morning I've been getting up and tending to my plants and listening to positive kind of information and whatever motivational stuff mm-hmm. and it really hasn't moved the needle Mm. until we just kind of went through that 20 minute process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, 
it's an interesting unfolding because I mean, in our typical interactions day to day, they usually stay on the informational level. So like there's three levels of interacting with other people. The first one's the informational level. Like you have stripes on your shirt. I like your shirt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then there's, um, the personal level, which is where we talk about how we feel about the content of that information that we noticed. So like you are wearing a striped shirt and I really love it when you wear stripes. Like I feel so great when you wear stripes. (laughs) You don't really care, (laughs) but you said, I do like that shirt. You said that you liked, or you said I was wearing stripes and I was like, yeah, I don't like this shirt because it reminds me that I don't have the money to buy the clothes that I want. Yeah. All right. So that kind of is a personal yes. shift there. Yes. I went from informational to personal and completely unintentionally. Just that was just the natural. Yeah. And then there's the relational level, which is really the deepest part of interaction, which is where one person is relaying their feelings about the other person's feelings. So that's with that noticing game, like you saying that about your shirt and not really liking the shirt, Mm -hmm. me then relaying how I feel about how you feel. Mm -hmm. And that is where we very rarely go Mm -hmm. day to day Mm -hmm. with people and Some people, I'm sure there's people that have gone their whole lives without getting to the relational level at all, uh, which is kind of mind, it's mind blowing to me. Um, And really cool to experience that going there feels, if we're in a safe and supported environment where it's set up to just be noticed. Like we don't have to make a judgment about how that person feels. We just know you notice something. I notice something. Mm. It's not, it doesn't make it good. doesn't make it bad. We're just practicing observing what we notice. And there we go. Like we're just walking around noticing all the time, having mm-hmm. an experience. Uh, and then you start to become aware of what you're noticing, where your focus is, how your kind of mind directs its attention and hopefully can make choices to shift that attention if it's not focused on something beneficial mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's not helpful for me to focus on the feeling of that dream other than to help me find the opposite feeling of that dream that could then move me into a positive mm-hmm. direction yeah you know? So that's why we're incorporating this into our coaching program that we have coming up, which I'm pretty excited to get out there. We have a new workshop that we're launching with more than integration, authentic relating games, uh, which the noticing game is an authentic relating game. Uh, Authentic relating games is going to be a key part of the workshops that we're offering Uh, with MTI. So 
Uh, Eric and I are going to rotate week to week during live Zoom workshops where you can tune in and participate in a meditation and then we'll do breakout sessions with authentic relating games and if you've stuck around this long then you have felt how powerful an authentic relating game can be Uh, and it's a big part of integration and even preparation for your sacrament experiences Mm -hmm. So we really hope you join. We'd love to see you there. For members of Sanctuary, we're offering the workshop uh, as a monthly subscription for $50 a month. And community members who are not members of Sanctuary, the program is $75 a month. There's one opportunity every single week to hop on a workshop and tune in with yourself. Just get in alignment with your values and feelings and needs. Yeah, and and to clarify a little further, though, that Courtney's going to be, the weeks that she leads will be more leaning more towards these authentic relating games and kind of the um, emotional awareness, and I will be leaning more towards the experience of the mushroom and the, you know, the mechanics of preparing for the dosing, uh, the integration, the long-term work with the mushroom and what that looks like but we'll both have a little mingling of knowledge sets within that time that we spend together stay tuned for more info on that program we'll be launching it uh, very soon you can head over to the sanctuary website sanctuary.org where you can get to the more than integration page Um, also just by signing up for the more than integration newsletter you'll be updated on all of the updates and special offers leading up to us launching that program. Yep. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Gosh, thank you, Courtney. I feel very different than I did going into this. And thank you listeners for staying with us. Yeah. Thank you, Eric, for being open and willing to go there. Even though I'm always the, (laughs) I'm always the Guinea pig here on these (laughs) okay aren't you lucky yeah i'm lucky in my emotional instability oh you feel pretty stable to me right now Uh, i mean it's not that i have been unstable i'm just intense i fucking feel it when i feel it yeah now emotional intensity i'm feeling pretty good about how you're feeling yeah thank you very much for real yes you're welcome i love you (laughs) love you too (laughs) and listeners if you made it all the way here i fucking love you for real Uh, Me too. Steve. I love you. I know you're out there. (laughs) Love you.